We make USAA insurance to help you save. Take advantage of discounts when you cover your home and your ride. Discover how we're helping members save at USAA.com slash bundle. Restrictions apply. Hi, this is Marissa Meyer. And this is Delaney. And this is Sloan. And you're listening to the Prince Kai Fan Pod. Oh my goodness. Oh goodness. Okay, so today. <laughs> bear with us because Bethany's got energy today. Um, welcome to episode 126. So many of the Prince Kai Fan Pod. I'm Marissa Meyer Book Club Podcast, where Captain is King, Marissa is Queen, and I am your host, Bethany Finger. This episode is brought to you by Rampy and Crew Patron Supporters. Thank you. Which we just got to um over 60 Rampy and Crew Patron members. So I'm Hi. super excited about that. So if you are a Patreon member, by the time this episode comes out, uh you should check your mailbox because I'm dropping stuff off at the post office tomorrow. Do, 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 do. Anyways, you probably already got it at that point. We have two very special guests today. One is a Patreon member and also a very talented and famous Instagram artist known as <laughs> Shan Lightyear. Yay, that's me. <laughs> and our next person is Ashley. I'm like gonna cry. I'm so excited. <laughs> hey, everyone. How are you doing today? <laughs> I've missed all of you and i've missed bethany so flippin much like oh my god i can't believe you did the math and you told me it what was it a year and like a half has been since i've yeah, been the last on time and you, you last time you and i recorded together was may of 2020 oh my god so it's been like so long it has <laughs> Oh so you goodness. missed um you missed all of Cress, you missed all of Ferris, Dude. you've missed the first like half of winter. Like, yeah, you've been yeah. gone for forever. I have been gone for forever. <laughs> and I love Cress. Cress is such a wholesome one. I know. But you know what? This is my favorite Jason and Winter chapter today, so at least you get to be there um, for that. Oh my god, you couldn't have picked a better chapter. <laughs> honestly. Like I started I love reading it. and I was like this girl knows me. What the I hell? <laughs> <laughs> Why is she going to do this to me with my favorite am, male character? I adore you. That's why. Oh, <laughs> Bethany, uh, come here. Let me give you smooches. Smooch, smooch. Virtual hug. All the smooches. Yes, because I'm so far away now. I'm not in your house doing this with the doggos. Which is so weird because I don't know if you and I have ever recorded where you're not like on my couch sitting next to me, have we? No. We haven't ever like, done this. <laughs> like, it's usually like you've got Scamp, I've got Beowulf, we've got yep. wine. <laughs> yeah. Well, Scamp's over there licking my hands and feet. Because he, yes, he's a lotion. He's he's a lotion fiend. If you have I, lotion on, he has to, like, lick it off of your body. He's a weird, weird dog. He's a very strange dog. <laughs> but I love him anyway. I miss him. Oh, And I miss my step dog. so okay you haven't been on the podcast in a year and a half so for listeners who started listening after scarlet ashley was my co-host i was first two books of the the podcast 
And then life went crazy. The and pandemic happened. You got deployed. You got. I you know. went from Air Force to Space Force. They made yes. you move away. By um, the way, guys, Space Force <laughs> is a real thing. I have the real uniform. I'm. I'm in the so Space excited. Force. I saw the I, the blues uniform. It is so oh. slick. I love it. I love it. Woo! I'm so excited for it. I can't wait for them to push it out. And our new ranks, which might be at the end of the year, they might start getting to us. Um, I also made ranks, so now I am an E6 in the Space Force, a technical sergeant instead of just a regular star- sergeant. Sergeant. It should be sergeant. Let's, <laughs> no, let's sergeant, because you're a sergeant. Yeah, it makes more sense. Yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. All of us have said that it's a missed opportunity. It but, is. Yeah. No, my life went a little crazy and I had good things like, you know, the deployment and then, you know, moving PCSing, actually being at a Space Force base and a Space Force station. So we have our own bases uh, and learning a brand new job. And then, you know, I had some I had some rough patches, not going to lie. You know, I uh, for the listeners who are interested, um, I did divorce. uh my husband and it's been real liberating while it sucked at the moment it's overall it it was better for my mental health um and i'm now dating one of my best friends in the entire world brandon and it's been great it's a long distance relationship so that sucks but it i'm really happy i'm happier now like I said, ups and downs. I mean, like, people always act like divorce is a bad thing, but really it's a good thing because it means that two people who weren't happy realized they weren't happy and did something to change it. Like, when I was young, I, like, hated my parents for getting a divorce. But, like, as a grown-up, I'm like, oh, my God, they are so different than when I was a kid. Like, they're not impatient. They're not short-tempered. They seem very happy with their partners. Like, and as a kid, I think I really took it hard. Like, kids often take divorce hard. But as an adult, I'm like, they probably should have gotten divorced earlier. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's more understandable. Yeah, Yeah. and actually, something that really helped me through all of this, of course, Bethany did, because I was Mm -hmm. down there and we were talking all the time. We what. I got back and we hung out like every single week. I know. And now you're gone and I'm alone again. But I think Quincy you- was just like, I think it was just like, what time is she coming over? Not is she coming <laughs> over. It's just like, what time will she be here today? Do I have time to like put my sweatpants on? <laughs> yeah. You helped me a lot through all of that, through the end part of the divorce. And then uh, actually talking to my parents about it and like explaining how I was feeling and everything. Like my mom was sad and kind of disappointed. Because she liked John. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, like, when I started explaining, like, you know, the the specifics on what was happening in the relationship, she was like, okay, that makes sense. And then introducing her to Brandon again. Because they'd have met before. And her realizing, oh, no, he, he makes a lot more sense. I think, too, it can be hard to... It can be hard to talk to certain people about relationships. Like, um, I know my sister, Lindsay, um, actually hesitates to talk to me about her relationship because she's like, you guys are so happy. You would not get it. Yeah. And I'm like, but that's why I do get it because I can help you identify that this is not how it's supposed to be. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Not to like tell other people to have their relationship, but sometimes when you're in a relationship, you can't see 
Um, you just can't see outside of it, if that makes sense. Yeah. Well, you have your rose-colored glasses on. You do. You do. And you don't see those red flags. It's or you ignore thing. the red flags because you're like, well, all the other stuff is good. Mm, exactly. And that red flag could be like, you know, the size of Alaska. Yeah. Which is a huge flag. Yeah. Because <laughs> Alaska is a huge is state. People don't realize it because they're like, oh, it's just this little tiny thing on the edge of the map. No, it's so big, you guys. It's, it's also like five feet away from Russia. <laughs> Which is actually funny. So we we were talking in class the other day, and this is totally a tangent. This is totally our thing. Right? Um, this is just going to be a tangent episode, and people will be like, well, Ashley's back. <laughs> yeah, that's how they know. <laughs> oh, my God. Right? Oh, gosh. ADHD brain. It do. So we were looking at the history of Alaska and apparently like Britain wanted to buy it from Russia. Cause we bought it from Russia originally. Like the for like a penny an acre, wasn't it? It was something ridiculous. Yeah. But the reason why we got it is because Russia didn't want to give it to great Britain. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> so <laughs> we like, got it you guys stuff. can have it. We hate the, com- we hate the UK because they have their flag everywhere already. So like right. we'll give it to you guys. The off-brand. Yeah. We're basically the off-brand of the UK at that point, too. Because We're we the like- great, great value. <laughs> We're the Walmart to their Target. Oh, my God, yes. Everybody prefers Target, but, like, we can only afford Walmart, so. Bethany, if you come out here, there is a Target out here that I have to take you to. Oh, my it's God. Could we Target. do that? Because I'm going to uh, be yeah. moving, and I won't be that far from you. We could do, like, girls' trips. Yeah, it's, like, eight hours, I think. That's so much closer. Right. Jeez. But yeah. <laughs> well, I- I'm happy to be back, everybody. I'm hoping to do a few more episodes with Bethany, pending my schedule, which is... I had to work yesterday. Yesterday was Saturday for me, so... Well... It was, it was Saturday for everybody. Patreon but. members, I think, hear you more often, because... We did like, do the Shrek episode. We did the Shrek episode. We're planning like a massive Twilight episode. We are, yes. <laughs> or I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna be complaining about Jacob because I don't. That's so funny. The first time I read Twilight, I was so Team Jacob, and reading it this time, I'm like, dude, stop talking. You're so annoying. She said <laughs> no. She's not interested. Like, oh my learn. god. Yeah. <laughs> I, I remember reading it when I was like a like a, a tween, <clears throat> and I was like. Man, I mean, I don't know. Jacob's not that bad, but like, like whatever. And then I was watching the movies recently because they, they recently dropped on Netflix, and I'm like, man, this guy sucks. <laughs> like, oh my gosh, what is so with much this guy? In the books, like, like they talk about already on a tangent. They talk <laughs> about all the time. They're like the bloodsuckers. They eat animals. It's horrible. I'm like, dude, you just said when you were living as a wolf for three months that you ate ant, like that you ate antelope raw. How does that make no. you better? <laughs> It, oh my god, Jacob, <laughs> don't have time for you right now. My I sister, don't... like, is the biggest Twilight fan I've ever met in my whole life. And mm-hmm. so the episode Ashley and I do with her is basically going to be like Bethany being like, Jacob sucks, and Lindsay being, let me explain to you why you're wrong. <laughs> yeah, and, and yeah, I'm going to be on Lindsay's side because you know I'm I know. Jacob. I'm Team Edward. I'm going to be all alone. <laughs> it's fine. Well, I think all of the guys in the book are trash. All of them, That's every fair. single guy. I don't. And, I'm not Emmett. I'm sorry, <laughs> Emmett worships that girl. 
Not Charlie. <laughs> Charlie? Okay. I don't know but, what happened between but... <laughs> like, me being at, like, a tween okay, and now, but I was like, Charlie, though. <laughs> my only thing with Charlie, Jacob kisses Bella against her will. She punches him in the face, and Charlie goes, Jacob, would you like to press charges? No, Ooh, Mr. Yeah, Chief actually, of wait, Police. That's a, that's no. A good point. <laughs> so that's my only thing, because otherwise I adore Charlie, but like that one scene, I'm like, this is the chief of police. Like he needs exactly. to learn. <laughs> well, I think I, I actually have I've got thoughts. <laughs> this is so, like a preview of the Twilight episode. <laughs> this is. So like I think that he didn't view when this book was written, like mm-hmm. sexual assault was still it, it's a, it's always been a thing. I don't think that he probably was ever taught, especially because of like his upbringing and stuff, being an older gentleman, that kissing somebody against their will was anything bad. He considered the punch the bad part, not the kiss. Yeah, like and like this just, was taking place in like 2006 like yeah. that's a very like 2000 yeah. early 2000s kind of thing to say well and boys yeah. are also taught from a very early age if she says no persist try harder yeah like, mm-hmm. she's playing coy she's playing hard to get um so i think you're probably right about that that one it's in a completely different lens and people weren't as educated and aware as they should have been as we are now yeah. and two Charlie's a cop, so maybe he heard physical assault and thought physical assault, not maybe he sexual. didn't con- yeah. right, not sexual assault or sexual um, aggression. Harassment. Yeah. So I can tell you that in my short nine years of in the military, things have changed a lot of how we actually address that stuff, and I'm sure with the the police corps, it's exactly the same. It takes a while for this like education of what sexual harassment looks like what it is and stuff to actually get pushed out to and disseminated to everybody so that was just my my preview thought about it (laughs) well for example i know that um my husband when you first started working with him you made a comment that like he was one of the few men that you've worked with in the military that you've seen like really put really shut down stuff like that if he witnesses it and yeah, I was kind was, of surprised because I was like, well, why don't they all do that? And you were like, they, Bethany, they don't they don't do that. They, yeah, they don't they don't know. And they just they just don't. They're afraid to actually address that. So which is terrible. It It is terrible. But it is something that you get used to as well, which sucks. But it's nice to have somebody. I was at Costco the other day with Quentin, I went to get a pop. Um, I don't usually drink pop, but you can get like a 59 cent Pepsi at Costco with free refills. So that's oh like my, my thing I'm... when we go there. <laughs> my East Coast is showing. I'm like, what's a pop? <laughs> oh, soda. It's soda. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> my Midwest is showing. Um, right. I went to get my drink and I was at the counter and this, oh, this creep came up behind me and put his hand on the small of my back. <gasps> Yeah, and did like you punch him? Did his you hip kill him? next to my hip. I'm very um I kind of shut down when I get scared. Ashley knows that. Yeah. So yeah. I kind of just like walked away from the situation with like shaking hands and Quentin like freaked out. Um and he was getting so upset and I was like, I mean it happens. And he was like, but it doesn't and it shouldn't. And I'm like, Quentin, yeah. this is just part of being a woman. And he was just very aggravated because to him that shouldn't be part of being anything 
that shouldn't be like like, an acceptable behavior for anyone whether you're a boy or a girl like I work in um an office and like it's not very like public facing but some members of the public do have to come in a couple times and um before the pandemic this one guy had kept coming in and like he would not talk to me he would only ever talk to my boss who is obviously more busy than I am and but it was very much like he didn't trust anything I had to say like because I'm not a man yeah kind of thing and then um I was trying to look up something for him and I was having a problem with it he came around the counter to my desk and like put his hand like on like my chair and everything and like got so close to my face and it freaked me out but like everyone in my office was like totally fine with it um, and then I went to the bathroom and cried. <laughs> oh, and, um, and it's so hard. Oh my God. It's such a it's... horrible part of being. And like, what am I supposed to say? Like, <laughs> that kind of stuff hasn't hasn't happened to my husband, but I'm sure it happens to men a lot. Now, to be fair, my husband is a very assertive person, and he's not small by any means. So if you don't know him, he can seem intimidating. But it does happen to men too, and men get it. Yeah, sort Josh's, of sort yeah. of worse, I think, because it's dismissed because they're like, "Oh, a tiny hot girl hit on you, you poor thing," or something. Yeah, and I think that's kind of unfair too. Exactly, because like Josh has kind of like gone through similar things too, and I'm just like, man, the world sucks. <laughs> yes. I hate this. <laughs> Yeah. We deal with such such uh, serious issues on the Prince Cutsam podcast. We go from <laughs> talking about Taylor Swift on one episode to like, here's how to protect Actual yourself in public. <laughs> right. You're just covering all your bases, man. <laughs> like, I'm really nervous because I have to get on an airplane soon, so I'm not going to have my pepper spray. And I've never had to use my pepper spray, but it makes me feel very safe that I have yeah. it. I get that 100%. I accidentally left my pepper spray in HRO, so... I have to mm-hmm. buy some new stuff. Do you know if they'll let me have my little cat ears? I have. I think I showed you, uh, Ashley. I yeah, have I a cat, think... like a, a resin cat that my friend made me that's all pointy, that like can stab, stab. If oh, it was metal, you... it probably wouldn't be allowed. But since it's resin, it might be able to. And I think uh, if you hide it well enough, you I'm like, you look, might it's just to... a cute little keychain. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think you'll be fine with that. Uh, if it was metal, definitely I would say don't bring it because I think those are illegal. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we don't want to do that. Um, yeah. It'll get confiscated, but if if it does, if it's not allowed. So, yeah. Anyways, um, <laughs> moving on. Well, Lunar Chronicles, am I right? <laughs> right? <laughs> what are you guys reading right now? Oh, my God. Shannon, you go first because my list is ridiculous. <laughs> Um, <laughs> after jumping back and forth through multiple books, um, I'm reading The Inheritance Games by Jennifer Lynn Barnes. Um, I like it a lot. It's very Knives Out, if I had to describe it. It's like the movie uh, Knives Out. Okay. Yeah, it's it's fun. I like it. And who's the author? Uh, Jennifer Lynn Barnes. Jennifer Lynn Barnes. Okay. So I am, I like to read a book and listen to a book, right? So I am listening to Breaking Dawn because we're going to do a bonus episode on Patreon, uh, like a massive Twilight episode. So I had to read the books again. Um, And then I'm also reading Delta by M.T. Zimney, which is the second book in the beta series. Um, 
which I can't believe that this author is not like on the best selling list like that because they're so amazing. I hope she gets an audiobook soon because then I can get like more recommendations to people because I know a lot of people like they legit just do audiobooks. So kind of lowers your market a little bit if you can't branch out. Um, <laughs> and then I also was really lucky I got the bookshop I work for um, got an early like e-copy of serendipity which is a new um anthology of short romance stories by marissa meyer and several other authors so i just finished that and it was adorable um and it had a lot of representation in it which was very appreciated um nice so that's yeah that's what's going on ashley your very uh, long list (laughs) my very long list because uh i i i read when I read, I get in a mood, and Bethany knows this about me. I can, I'm, I'm gonna go down the list and tell you guys what I'm gonna read, and you guys are gonna be like, <laughs> "What the? Fuck? How are you keeping this all in your head?" So, okay, the one that I was reading last night was part of the Gemma Doyle trilogy, "A Great and Terrible Beauty." It's amazing. I've read it before, so it's kind of like one of those quick, easy reads. Um, I'm reading New Moon right now. So that way Bethany and I can do the mega Twilight. (laughs) It's going to be like the longest episode ever. (laughs) It is. Uh, I'm currently reading Oathbringer by Brandon Sanderson. Oh, I've heard good Um, things about that book. All of of his books are great. And I'll be reading the... A few of the other ones. Let me... Let me keep going because I'm on my Kindle right now looking at all the stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Just like scrolling down. This one, and this one, and then this one. I think I'm reading the fifth Outlander book as well, but I don't remember what it's called. It's on there. It's somewhere. Like I said, give me a sec, because I actually have to get up and and walk around my house, because the books are in different places in the house. Can I also say that, like, I every time you hear, like, you say that you're at your condo, I feel like you're so grown up. Like, I <laughs> I don't know why, but there's something about the word condo that, like, sounds more grown up than, like, at my house. Yeah. Oh, my God. I love, I love my condo. It's great. I'm reading Witch Light, which is book nine in the Night World series. Um, I'm reading, this is a comic book now, actually. It's a graphic novel, but it's a comic book series. Monstrous, I'm on the volume two of that one. I feel bad for our listeners because they're like, why are you listen- Why are you reading so many books? Because um, you get in <laughs> moods and you never know what mood you're in until you grab a book. And sometimes you just got to float around until you oh, get God. a good one. Yeah, I'm reading the graphic novel Saga. I'm about... Ooh, I'm about two thirds of the way through... Compendium One. Should probably said that wrong. Per the use. And I am reading Brandon's favorite book by Louis Lamar, The Walking Drum, which is a historical fiction. And I think that's I think that's all of my books that I'm reading. There might be a car book that I'm also reading that I don't remember what its name is. It's <laughs> my brother-in-law, Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> it's a common it's, name. It is. It's uh Brandon's best friend's name. So nice. we call him by his last name most of the time because we're all military, so that's what we do. But yeah, that's my book list, guys. Uh I need to read I need to read The Alchemist that you sent me when I was in the desert, Bethany. 
Oh, I did give that to you. Yeah. Yeah. I actually. It was in your little care package while you were deployed. It was. That was the best care package ever. (laughs) You guys all did a fantastic job. I, yeah, when I have, they said like what candy I was like oh I need these gummies that she loves and they were like oh, okay yes. we'll go get gummy bears I'm like no you guys are wrong uh, I will any, tell any, you which any, ones to buy it has to be this one and it has to have the pineapple in it yes you, <laughs> yep you know yeah I need to read that book that's on the list to read next when I get a chance to because I, I lent it out to a specialist and he absolutely adored it so I was like all right, well, I gotta fucking read this book. <laughs> I know I need to read the book. It's on the list. Like, and you know my my book list is so obnoxious. You know it's- what? I love when when TBR book lists are really long. Because, I mean, mine is. Yeah. I also still have all of the Star Wars books to read. Which, if you've ever looked into that, um, it's like a hundred books. <laughs> I actually just made a very big decision for myself. It's something I've never oh. done before. Um, I did not finish a book. <gasps> Why not? It's not good, and I cannot okay. force myself to. And I was what talking to someone it? about it, and they were like, um, "They were like, well, why do you force yourself to read it?" And I'm like, "I have anxiety." Um, <laughs> I, I DNF books all the time. Like if. As soon as, like, I read one thing, then I'm like, ew, I hate that. I, like, close the book and never think of it again. Right? I'm like, And yeah. then, like, because whenever I try to, like, drag myself through it, I just complain all the time to literally anyone who will listen. Yes. And so, so. I, I could not get through this. And that's how it was with Stealing Snow. I forced myself to finish it, and I was very unhappy with the 18 hours I spent with this book. And I was exactly. talking to someone about it, and they were like, life is too short to read books that you hate. Yeah, and, and I'm like, I'm not going to... TBR pile of, like, 700 books, you are wasting precious time. And I was like, you're right, delete. Off my Kindle, <laughs> moving on. Yeah, I was like, I'm like, I don't have time for this. Like, when I could be reading maybe, like, the next Lunar Chronicles book, where, like, right? I'm, like, obsessed yeah. with it, and, like, I can't not stop thinking about it. Okay. Weird thing. I think we've talked about this before that I do for my books. I read the last page first. Yeah, which yeah, drives Harry me nuts. <laughs> it drives me bonkers. Like the first time we met, I was telling her about Cinder and she was going to borrow it. And she's like, don't get mad at me. And she went to the last page. and I was like, no, don't do it. <laughs> it's like, um, it's like when Harry met Sally. No, I can't. Uh, you know, it's my thing. <laughs> I love you. No, for I it. agree with you, Ashley. It's one of the few things that we don't have in common, which is very right? nice. Yeah, it's refreshing to have. Yeah, it is. I agree. Should we talk about something else? Um, <laughs> I mean, it's about thirty this, minutes. When does this episode come out? First of all, November eighth. Okay, so after this episode. Okay, so. If you are a Patreon member, you already know this. If you are not a Patreon member, listen. We are doing a massive Patreon crossover with myself and six other Patreon podcasts, including Why um, a Book Chat and Literary Lushes. I think of Slippers and Swindles is going to be there and several, several others. We are going to do a massive live Gilded episode. So I think we're going to do it in like December, January. That way everyone's have time to read it. We're going to do a live on Zoom recording. 
where people can like comment and, you know, tell us what they want to talk about on the book and it'll be available to everyone's Patreon. So if you're already a Patreon member, just, you know, impatiently wait for it. Um, and if you're not, remember that you can join for only a dollar a month and the first fiscal month is free and you get lots of cool stuff. Like Bethany randomly sending out 70 envelopes because it was sounded fun. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Bethany, I still have that bookmark. Do you really? I do. Oh my god. Yeah. I don't use it because it's too pretty. Oh, I could make <laughs> you another one. <laughs> no, because then I wouldn't use that one either because they're too pretty and they're too special to me. Did, did, I you tell you my, the... um, did I tell you I made my own cards? No. I made my own cards. I'll send you a picture. So like. Yes. You should just send me a card. I could do that. You have to text me your new address. Okay, I can do that. Yeah, I just made cards with, like, instead of sending out, like, a generic thank you card, I, everybody will now get a specific Prince Kai fan pod card. Hell yeah. Because that's how cool I, I love am. sending cards and, like, notes and stuff. Oh, so my God. You... I love sending cards and, like, thank you cards. I will send a thank you card for anything. When you move to your next place, you need to send me your address so that way... Like, I, I wasn't going to send you my address. I'm, I'm going to send good. you my address, and I'm going to send you a map, and I'm going to tell you how long it'll take you to get to my house. <laughs> oh, my God. That's so true. I expect to see you in eight hours. Oh, I love You will get I Google Maps those. directions. You are basically painting, like, figuring out the, the paint scheme. I mean, right? so my – where I'm allowed to go without taking any leave is all of Colorado. Ooh. Yeah. So I love your cards, by the way. I'm looking Thank at them now. You. I spent so much time on these. <laughs> this I is probably them. like lots of trial and error and like three or four days. And I mean, they're not perfect, but they are amazing because they're mine and they're, they're Prince they're Kai fan pod. It's not like just a generic happy birthday or thank you. Like this is Prince Kai fan pod. So it made me really yeah. happy to, to use them. These are I amazing. Love them. Anyways, um, <laughs> let's do Fan Art Friday. This is like the longest, most scattered episode ever. <laughs> I love it. Um, yeah, let's do Fan Art Friday. Okay, so the first one is Go Redraws on Instagram. And it's Princess Winter looking gorgeous. I love it. I love all of these fan arts of princess winter because we never got to do them before because she wasn't a character yeah. yet and we were spoiler free so it makes me really happy to get to do them um and i'm obsessed with the dress i love that i love it i love it's the like so pirate sleeve ruffles they're so yeah. pretty or like that like corset bodice i think is what it's called that's so pretty and winter pulls it off beautifully <laughs> of course she does okay i think this picture <laughs> emulates how beautiful winter is on the inside and out yeah because she is and she like in the first in her chapter in the first part of it like she's just letting the the maid do whatever but she knows she's pretty uh, and she knows she's humble about it not like oh yeah i'm so pretty i'm better than everyone else no she's she's very modest about it and she's like oh yeah. I think if anything, she kind of <laughs> hates it a little bit because like people dismiss her as pretty and they don't take the time to like find out if she's smart or kind or considerate or fun to she's, be around. Like they just so they see someone who's pretty and that's 
what else could she, why would she need to do anything else? You know, they dismiss her. Yeah, absolutely. hundred percent. I agree with that. And I think, I also feel like when in this picture, like she looks like she's calm and stuff, but I feel like she's like, (sighs) trying to get ready for the day, like prep herself up for dealing with the bullshit that comes with what you just said. Like, yeah, not getting to know her as a person. I also feel like there's some kind of um, haze around this image. Mm-hmm. I, I can't describe it, but I feel like it, it gives it like a very subtle glow. And I don't mean a glow of like bright or yellow or white or anything. It, it's almost like um like a frost. And so it reminds me of her name even more. Yeah. And the, isn't it like um the first instance of winter in this book, Winter? Is that like she... Uh, imagines that she's like turning into ice so like like the ice motif is is often <laughs> in which i in love picture. yeah yeah perfect yeah okay so this second one is from appreciate 98 on the lunar wiki it's amory <laughs> a much younger version of him than i pictured but they're lunar, yeah. so who knows what they really look like. Um, <laughs> but I love it because he is, like, handsome and alluring. But there's that subtle scariness, like, especially in yeah. the eyebrows. I also can't believe this is art because it looks like a photograph, and it's not. And that, like, blows my mind. Mm-hmm. You know, realism. I think it's scary art because of how realistic it looks. It looks like a picture. It should not be messed with. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's even, like, a shine on the nose and the forehead. You can see, like, the... I don't know. It's just amazing. I can't... I can barely write my name in legible handwriting, okay? Like... (laughs) (laughs) I feel that. A spiritual level. But, yeah. I... Amory... I don't know how I feel about Amory. I don't like him. (laughs) Which is very fair, honestly. (laughs) Yeah, he's so oily to me. Just like hey, I have oily skin. <laughs> well, I do too. It doesn't feel like it out here, but I do too. But yeah, he's just slimy. Maybe would be a better. I don't yeah. know, but not like my, a my thing with Amory, and I think I've told Ashley before. I always picture the guy from The Mummy Returns. Um, oh yeah, especially yeah, the yeah, voice because yeah. I love his voice so much. It's so deep and somber. Um, my thing with Amory is I think he's attractive. I think in a physical sense, like you look at him and he's in, he's like an attractive, intimidating, powerful man. And that makes him even more scary because attractive people get away with a lot more. Bethany, I feel like you picked these two images on purpose. And let me explain. Both very beautiful people, but in different ways. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, because because you can be beautiful in so many ways, physically. Mm-hmm. But they are both physically attractive, but, you know, their their internal beauty is, is way different. I also feel like Winter's beauty is more approachable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, more uh, effortless. Yes, yes. Yeah. So anyways, I love Fan Art Friday. Um, big thank you for letting me share those. And you can find their art on our Instagram and our website. And if you want to submit art, princekaifanpod at gmail.com. Ooh, ooh. 
Last week, Patreon members got to vote for chapter titles. Chapter 16 is A List of Affairs by Taylor Swift. And chapter 17 is Unsteady by Ex-Ambassadors. And now chapter discussion. Some very interesting chapters this week. So in this first chapter, last week we left off with Kai sneaking Cinder and the crew onto his ship. And they were heading to Luna. And in chapter 18... Um, we uh, kind of transition. We're back to watching Winter. So Winter is in her room. And it's just a reminder that she's a princess to me. We talked before um, that Winter was different from all the other girls because, you know, Cinder grew up in, um, you know, a filthy mechanic life. Cress lived on a satellite. Scarlet grew up on a farm. Um, Mm -hmm. So beauty, luxuries of being pampered, that wasn't really something a part of their daily routine. They're literally dressing Winter and like putting oil on her and make like not makeup, but they ask her about makeup and stuff. Um, so it's just a it's a different look at like the type of princesses that we have in this series. Absolutely. And like I said, this this chapter, I mean, it starts off pretty hard. Neck and a lie. Like it 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 does give us that vast difference of a feeling um of that winter like you said is a princess but and i think it's very graceful of her for allowing them to do this because remember princess diaries when like mia is like no i want to do it all myself especially in the book when they cut off all her hair she's like what yeah because in the book she gets like a spiky very short masculine haircut and she's like um what did you do with my hair she like completely panics but in winter she's so calm and relaxed about this and i think it shows again that like that we said with the picture or the fan art um her grace and beauty and just every aspect of her life Well, and it goes back to what you said about how she doesn't really care that she's beautiful. Like, she acknowledges it, but it doesn't really matter to her. I also really enjoy, because this just is at my soul, that she's, like, doesn't wear makeup. I don't wear makeup rarely ever. And when I do, you know, I I do it a lot, but... I never wear makeup. I'm so lazy. (laughs) Well, also, my husband hates makeup because my face is covered in freckles. And when I wear makeup, it hides the freckles. So it, like, it's very jarring for him to see my face when it doesn't look like my face. So like, yeah. it makes me want to wear it even less when my husband is like, I don't care. I'm like, oh, cool. Then I don't have to either. <laughs> yeah. I always feel like I'm melting when I have it on. But Yeah. Especially when you live in like a place like Mississippi where the humidity is just insane. Yeah, I think. I really like the way this chapter started. Like the first first uh, page that I was reading, I was like, "Oh my god!" Yes, Time I forgot. <laughs> yeah, I did. I did that whole thing. Uh, I it was last night that I read it because I had to work all yesterday, and I'm like, "Brandon, I gotta read this book," and he's like, "Okay, do your thing." And I'm like all super happy, and he's laughing at me as I'm reading because we're on camera <laughs> watching each other. So funny. You read so fast, too. So, yeah. like, I think it's hard for you when you have to take notes because it's like, okay, I gotta slow my reading down, but you're like buzzing through it, anyways. Yep. 
And I buzzed through this chapter real fast. I'm not gonna lie. This is honestly, this is like my favorite Jason and Winter chapter ever. And I know people are gonna be like, what? Hardly anything happened. We'll get to it. But my favorite scene happens and I love it. I got all the way through the the whole chapter and I was like, oh, that's right. I have to find a f- quote in here. Which one do I like? <laughs> ah! And you know, I always end up picking like seven quotes and then having to narrow it down. Yep. <laughs> you should have yep. texted me and been like, can I have one of your quotes? And I'd be like, sure, here's this one. Well, so the thing that I did actually, because we were notorious <laughs> for picking the same quote. We are. Is I, I went through it, I looked at your notes, and I was like, oh, okay, I don't, I'm good then. <laughs> <I picked laughs> she didn't pick this one, it's fine. Yep. <laughs> I had to like purposely make sure that like I wasn't going to pick the same one where I'm like, okay, don't pick that one. <laughs> Second choice, let's go. <laughs> make sure you have like a backup plan. Just yeah, and then like a backup for the backup. <laughs> and I don't know why I picked so many quotes for this one, because when I got to the quote that I did pick I was like why did I even I knew I was gonna pick this like why did I even make notes about all the other ones the I problem is did. that like every chapter has like a really good kind of like one-liner where you're like "Ooh, that's a that's a good book quote mm-hmm. so it's like you have to pick one I sometimes it's like something that I love and sometimes I'm like that would make a good bookmark you know like oh, it's yeah. a standout <laughs> quote <laughs> It's mm-hmm. the kind of thing people would make a post on Instagram about or something. <laughs> With, like, fancy typography and everything. Right? Yeah. Our, our Instagram is not that fancy. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Winter starts to think of her beauty as a, a curse as much as it is a gift. But Jason doesn't care what she looks like. Because him loves her anyways. <laughs> oh, my God. I love it so much. Someone catch you. You're swooning. <laughs> I am have you guys read my notes before? It's like little heart emojis <laughs> yeah, and parentheses. Yeah, like all the hearts. <laughs> I was They're reading the notes and I'm like, <laughs> I was reading the notes and I'm like, I'm like, you know, I think that this might be a little, uh, a little have preferential treatment. I think a little bit, yeah. <laughs> but I love this part where like. She knows that it's, like, forbidden love, so she's like, whatever, but I still look pretty. Jason, what do you think of my dress? I'm like, and Jason's like, can we not do this, please? He's like, are I'm you trying you. to drive me insane right now? Is it oh working? God, right. <laughs> right, 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 yes. I love yeah. that scene, though. I love when, like, she starts walking and he, like, grabs her dress and is like, I don't know. I just love the like tiny little subtleties of affection that they give. Like Winter is so open about it, but I love these tiny moments of vulnerability from Jason. Yeah, yeah like he's he's very guarded, no pun intended, because he's a guard. <laughs> um uh but yeah, that he just uh grabs like the the bottom part of like her skirt, just kinda like 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 don't go yet. <laughs> you're, it reminds you're very pretty. me of um, the beginning when she brought her like artwork into the hallway, and he like very subtly touched her hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they're so cute, you guys. <laughs> He's trying to hold back all of his love for her. Exactly, forbidden love. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and like it's so heartbreaking that like he. Like that, he's her guard, and then he says, "I hate having to pretend like I don't even see you." Like, oh, come on, dude. Yeah. Like that's so sad. Like if 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 my husband was like a guard or whatever, and like I wasn't allowed to see him, I think I would also go a little crazy too. <laughs> it's very frustrating. Like in the military, Quentin 
And and Quentin takes his job very seriously. He's like a rule follower to the extreme. Um, but if he's in uniform or we're at a professional event of any kind, I mean, I don't even get so much as a fist bump, all right? <laughs> <laughs> like, there's no, there's nothing. And it's because of, um, like, rules and regulations. Some people really don't care, but Quentin is, like, very strict about that stuff. Um, and it does get frustrating because I'm used to, like, him holding my hand when we walk across the street and stuff. And now it's like, I gotta walk by myself. I'm not a strong, independent woman. I I can't walk across the street without holding your hand. (laughs) Hey, I fall down a lot, and I don't care about feminism. I mean, I do, but like, I if I want someone to hold my hand, that's fine. As soon as you need to cross the road, all of it leaves you. Oh yeah, I know. You used to hold my hand all the time. (laughs) Absolutely, I hold anyone's hand. You know the whole thing. Uh, Ren and I don't care. Yeah. At all, either of us or both of us are in uniform. If somebody has a problem with it, they can come and address it to us. That's fair. Yeah. I mean, it really just, like I said, it depends on the person. Because Quentin is mm-hmm. just very strict about that stuff. And a lot of people aren't. Yeah. Um, But it does get frustrating for me because I don't want him to be strict you about would it. Like to, I'm also used to, to it. Like I'm used to him not having a problem with stuff like that in public. Like we're not mm-hmm. super affectionate, but like I said, we'll like hold hands and stuff. So like it, it's a little frustrating. Like, you know, especially if he's like, I forgot something. Can you bring it to my work? He's like, ugh, I have to like throw this at you from across the room and I don't get like a <laughs> hug or a kiss on the cheek or anything. Like, <laughs> Well, I think it's a lot of, well, Brandon's love language is physical touch anyway, so he wants to always be touching me. Mm-hmm. And we both had crushes on each other when we worked together way back when in the day, because um, we've known each other for more than eight years now. So, like, we, and we don't get a lot of time to be together because we're long distance. So anytime that we are together, we nothing matters other than just the two of us. And so we touch a lot. Because, I mean, that, when else are you going to? Yeah. But even right? even if he lived here with me, like, we would still be that way. Like, he'd, he'd want to be touched, and he would want to touch me. Yeah. We're not super physically affectionate outside of our home. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I guess we are around people we know, like we've, we, like when the three of us, cause you and I and Quentin would hang out before, Oh yeah. um, like when the three of us were hanging out, we would sit together on the couch and it wasn't a big deal, but, um, Quentin's a lot less guarded than he was when we first got together, but mm-hmm. he just, he's kind of like Jason in the way that like when he's in uniform, he's in uniform and this is the person that he is and that's who he has to be. Yeah. Yeah. It makes sense. Not that Jason is a ray of sunshine when he's not in uniform, <laughs> but but maybe he could be if he wasn't such a an ass. <laughs> oh my god, you right though, right? Because he kind of he's oh. yeah, not kind of he can be an ass but sometimes. <laughs> you know, Jason's my favorite. So again, I know. like you picked this chapter, and I was like, mm, this girl knows me. <laughs> He's a great character, and I love his character so much, especially because, and I think we've talked about this before on the podcast, that, like, usually characters who, you know, 
aren't thoughtful are kind of treated as dumb, you know, like Joey from yeah. Friends kind of thing. Um, but Jason isn't thoughtful, but he's not treated as ignorant. Like people know that it's because he's guarded, not because he's he's stupid. Yeah. And I appreciate that he's not treated as like this dumb macho guard jock who has no other purpose in life but to wear it's like but to have fun with a gun and mm-hmm. snarky comments, you know. <laughs> Anyways, so Jason kind of dismisses her because they're not supposed to, because it's forbidden love. Um, And she goes into her room and she has a hallucination, which she has not had since he got back. Yeah. And she, she makes mention of that. Like it hasn't, it hasn't happened. Like she hasn't had one in so long. And it's like, it's because Jason is there. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to read can I read my favorite part, even though it's my quote? Yes. This is my favorite Winter and Jason moment in the entire series. Jason exhaled like he'd been forgetting to breathe himself. Then, in a strange moment, oh my god, I'm smiling so much. In a strange moment of vulnerability, he craned his head and kissed her on the shoulder, right where the non-existent drop of blood had fallen before. It's just, like, so sweet. He never touches her. He, like, will barely touch her hair or her dress or anything. And then he gives her, like, a little kiss on her shoulder because she's so upset. And I just think it's so adorable. And that's in my notes where you get little hearts and swoon everywhere. (laughs) But he... Not only that, like, he's sitting there being a good friend. Mm-hmm. I think that's really important to note too. Like she's going through this, he knows what she's she's going through and he's trying to comfort her in the best way that he can. And your little hearts with his <laughs> little kiss. Uh that's at the time that's what he thought would be best for her. Cuz they haven't had to say so many words that they love each other. Some people just, don't. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Quentin, I think I've said before, Quentin didn't tell me he loved me until after we were married because he was like, why would I marry you if I don't love you? Don't you already know that? Yeah. Like, it's just an assumption. But I'm a words person, so. <laughs> <laughs> that you are. You are words of affirmation. I am. So this makes me a little sad because Winter thinks that he's going to kiss her. It's like the big moment. And she's like, oh, finally, he's going to do it. He's going to kiss me. <clears throat> oh, my God. Right. <clears throat> and you're like, cool. Right now? You couldn't have waited like two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very umbrage thing to interrupt with a. <clears throat> yes. <laughs> so the cough belongs to Amory. And I love that Winter like rolls her eyes and is like, "Ugh, this guy." Exactly who I wanted to see right now. Thank you. Super happy about that. Love it. It's perfect. It makes me so happy that she's just like, "Oh, Amory again. How do I get rid of this guy? Eat him into the abyss. (laughs) (laughs) Throw the whole man away. (laughs) Just throw away all the thaumaturges. We don't need any of them. Toss it in the bin. (laughs) Toss it in the bin. We're done now. This is this is fine. So. He comes in, he kicks Jason out, and closes the door, and Winter's like, wait, what? 
Which, okay, that's me too. Like, if there's a person, especially a man, that I don't know in between me and my only exit, I'm like, panic attack. Yeah, I'm like, let's open the door maybe. Thank you. Right? Give that back to me. I did not. Or like, (laughs) I'll go to the door. You can stay here. Bye. (laughs) Yeah. Like I said, Amory is like, slimy. Mm Mm-hmm. Weird. And he's kind of like, he knows he has all this power. And he... He doesn't say it off the bat, but he, like, eludes it. And it it's makes Witcher so, like, scared. It, like, yeah, like, it's just so him. sickly sweet mm-hmm. that, like, he he knows, like, the power that he kind of has over her. So he's just kind of like, <laughs> baby. <laughs> like, he, he, um, like, talks down to her, and it's very obvious that he does. And it's just so, like, sickening and icky and ew. I hate him. Anyway. <laughs> so Amory is there to propose to Winter. He's, he wants to marry her because she's beautiful and he's powerful. So why not? God forbid you get married for, I don't know, love. <laughs> you have a real connection. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair... One, marrying for love is still a relatively new concept in terms of, like, the last two or three hundred years. Um, Or even if, like, you know, you like the person. (laughs) Right. And then a political marriage, it's not unlikely that she would have had a different type of marriage in her current situation. Um, Yeah. as As the princess, she was probably going to have some kind of advantageous marriage anyways. I just, I feel like this whole, like, um, you're the darling of the people, beloved, beautiful, um, and, like, that whole kind of paragraph where he's, like, explaining why he wants to marry her, it really Mm -hmm. just kind of highlights how much of, like, a gross, icky person he is. Um, It's a grab at power. Exactly, yeah. And that, like, the whole time I was reading that, I'm like, ew, I I don't know if I'm just a hopeless romantic, but I'm like, ew. I am, so I've had I'm enough totally of this on dude. your side. <laughs> I'm on your side, too. Yeah. I'm like, I've had enough of this dude. Get him out of here. Maybe he is slimy like a slug. <laughs> yes, I think so. Amory the slug. <laughs> I think with Amory, it's not necessarily unexpected that he would, you know, want to marry her, especially for political gain. But it is sort of unexpected that he would go about it in this way. And, like, right then, too. Like, it, what did you have to pencil me in to propose to Winter in between greeting Prince Kai? And, like, like it's just such a weird time, too. Well, like, I'm kind of surprised that they are giving her the option. Oh, you mean, like, rather than going, rather like, hey, than, guess what? Like, I'm gonna... kind of surprised that they're not just like, hey, you're marrying Amory. I'm kind of surprised that they're even giving her the option to say no. I don't yeah. think they are. That's fair. <laughs> I, totally I think they're not all sense of security for her. It's kind of like a, um, hey, you, you don't really have a choice, but we're framing it in the way as if you do. Mm-hmm. And I think that winter kind of, like, uh, keeps like, dodging the question, I guess. And I think that they kind of, like, bring it up. But she's like, oh, no, it's just, like, I have to do this other thing first. So, like, it's just kind of like a like a weird... Like, she's trying not to give an answer at all. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, ev- every time he, like, brings up, like, being together, she's like, oh, like, she latches onto the one thing that wasn't about, like, the proposal and then kind of, like, talks about that instead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
like, <laughs> I'll enjoy looking at potential suitors to carry yeah. out really like, courtships. Other suitors. Wink, wink. <laughs> For like, not extra you. loud <laughs> to like Jason, like uh, like in the hall and like extra suitors, Jason. <laughs> and I, I understand her like. I think she always knew there was no her and Jason, which is kind of sad because, like, <laughs> she saw that you can marry a guard even if you're a princess because that's what Lavana did. And, like, mm-hmm. he's all she's ever really known. So, yeah, so it's kind of frustrating where it's like, well, how come Lavana got to? And, like, so, like, she's, like, she uses that whole Lavana got to, and she's like, well, maybe I can too. Like, maybe I'll I'll hold out hope that, like, that might be in my future. That maybe Lavana would be so ashamed she wouldn't care. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's like, eh... Like there's a throw she, her a bone. <laughs> she like knows that it's not a possibility, but there's that voice, there's that hope in the back of her head where she can be like, "But is it?" Yeah, and Winter is very much a hopeful person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So she's like, "Maybe, maybe, maybe I can." But it's so <sighs> sad too. But she oh, also, so sad. <laughs> she also definitely <laughs> understands where these two are coming from, both Lavana and Amory, mm-hmm. that it's, it is a, it says it in here. It was a smart match indeed. It is because you have somebody who is super powerful just on themselves and has built their power being, being Amory. And then you have somebody who the people approve of and putting them together. Yeah. That makes a very powerful, it's a power couple. That's and, like, politically, like, that marriage would make sense. But, of course, like, Winter, like, she's not a princess, like, by birth. And, like, she's, um, like, just very much not royalty. So she's like, well, I don't want to do that. Well, yeah. and and this has been, this has been Lavana's plan since she married Everett. From the very beginning yeah. when she married Everett, she's like, you have a princess in 16 years that you can marry off. Yeah. 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 And the other thing I'd like to um, sort of explore, if we could, there's Amory, and then there's Amory. Amory is not a successful man. Is he had thaumaturge? Yeah. But remember, way back when we would, when we read Ferrist, he was supposed to be head thaumaturge, and they picked Sybil. Over him, even though she had several years less experience, even though she hadn't been a thaumaturge as long, even though she hadn't worked in that field as long and wasn't even at his level training wise, they still picked Sybil over him. So he's already had like a chink in his armor because that was probably embarrassing for him. Not just that someone beneath him got promoted above him, but a woman and he's obviously a misogynistic so <laughs> go off bethany <laughs> well i'm just saying like on top of everything else this is like his chance this is his chance to like regain his power regain his role in the court of like look i'm head thaumaturge i'm marrying the princess i work specifically with the queen i'm helping her get the emperor of earth like i am top man and so her rejecting him right now like that doesn't work for his plan yeah and he's very 
very ambitious with mm-hmm. all that you just said. That's just ambition right there. But he's just, yeah. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> and he wants, wants, wants. Yeah. And, and never really gives anything in return. Or at least mm-hmm. if he does, it's not worth it. Like, it's <laughs> something that's still very selfish for him. Yeah. Because that's what matters to him. It's him, it, himself. Exactly. Right. <laughs> himself, his future, his um, his career, his, his reputation. And again, yeah. his power. Because we have to acknowledge that on top of everything else... What he wants from Winter is also physical. Yeah. Ew. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I don't disagree with you. It's you, but I feel like we have to acknowledge that that's that's probably a part of it. Yeah, and that like she's pretty, and that doesn't hurt. Mm-hmm. It's more possession. like a like a perk for him. Well, and we learned in Ferris, and we learned from Winter earlier. That he likes to conquer women. That he is a predator with them. So on top of that, wouldn't Winter be like his grand prize? Yeah. Yeah. Ugh, creepy. Anyways, she basically says no, but maybe later. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, I'll get back to you on that. I did say I was going to read a few pages. So let me get to those pages. Unless anybody else wants to read. Which ones do you want to read? I wanted to read... Oh, we already talked about it, so I don't need to read it. Um, so There is that, that <laughs> one thing that, that he says. Um, Amory's grin crawled into her skin. I see I've left you speechless, my princess. Can I take your shock for acquiescence? No. <laughs> no, you cannot. <laughs> do not speak for me. <laughs> not saying anything doesn't equal consent, Amory. <laughs> clap, clap, clap. What I love is that in a moment of fate, Jason comes in and is like, it's time to go. She's like, oh, thank God, saved by the Jason. <laughs> and this Yet is again. Where, and this is where she says, like, okay, no, but maybe later. Like, ask me later when I've had time to think about it. Right now I got stuff going on. Can we have a timetable? <laughs> I think that um, Amory was even like, like, you have to say yes. Like, give me an answer right now. Mm-hmm. And then Jason comes in and she's like, oh, thank God. <laughs> Like, let's, let's get out of here. I, I can't give you an answer now. We have to go and meet Prince Guy. Yeah. Because it's nice that she has that excuse, but also she's not going to marry him willingly. She's she's no. going to try and fight it if she can. She will go to that altar kicking and screaming if she oh, can. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's a good thing they can glamour people because that's what they're going to have to do. Yeah. So let's talk about our song choices for this one. Ashley, did you have a song? I didn't. Okay, that's fine. Me and Shannon got you. I bet. (laughs) (laughs) Shannon, what was your song choice? Uh, My song was Intertwined by Dodie. Ooh. Um... And I was like, I was reading through the lyrics, trying to like find like what exactly I was trying to like link back to this uh, chapter. And I was reading through the lyrics, and I'm like, actually, wait, the whole song. But um, <laughs> the the one part in particular, um, you and I stay from the world, or the world will try. I'm afraid of the things in my brain, but we can stay here and laugh away the fear. Um, it was very much giving Winter Jason vibes. And of just how, like, um, she finds a lot of comfort in him from all of her 
um, hallucinations. It's Love really it. thoughtful. It's almost like I was reading through the lyrics and I'm like, wait a second. <laughs> is this just about Winter and Jason? I'm sure it is now. <laughs> I love that, though. Like, sometimes I hear a song and I'm like, this was written for them and no one knew it. Like, Infinity by One Direction. Talking about falling out of the sky and falling in love when you're not supposed to and crash landing on Earth. Like, of course, that's about uh, Cresswell. Duh. Yeah. Who else could it possibly be about? (laughs) If I was a singer-songwriter, or just even just, like, a songwriter, I would 1,000% write it all about like my favorite chips <laughs> every single song would be Creswell. there's um several songs that uh taylor swift has admitted are about fictional characters the king of my heart is about two characters from game of thrones which is like her favorite tv show the one from the folklore album was about nathan and meredith from Grey's anatomy like there are so Aww. many songs where she's like yeah this is inspired because i watched this scene and i was like oh my god love let me write something I think that that's your cue to send a copy of Cinder to right? Taylor oh, Swift and just be like, hey. I'll let you take care of this, Tay-Tay. <laughs> Not like you don't have enough going on releasing four albums a in like a albums. year and a half. <laughs> right? <laughs> but like when you have a chance, let me yeah. tell you about Cresswell. <laughs> when you're bored. <laughs> so I have two songs. I chose Rewrite the Stars from The Greatest Showman. Because it is kind of about star-crossed lovers, and one person is like, we can do this. We can do whatever we want. We don't have to listen to the rest of the world telling us we can't be together. And the other person is like, yeah, that's cute, but practicality? (laughs) (laughs) And then I also chose Thinking of You by Katy Perry, because the line, when I'm with him, I'm thinking of you really crossed my mind during this interaction with her and Amory, where you know... She wants Jason. She wants Jason to be in there. She wants Jason to say, we would be a perfect match. I love you. Marry me. Be with me. Spend your life with me. Like, that's what she wants. And instead, she's got Amory. Yeah. Very Mm -hmm. depressing. So let's talk about your chapter quotes. (laughs) Well, I'll go first. (laughs) Uh, Mine's... The very last page, of course, because that's kind of like also one of my things is I normally pick the like the last part of the chapter. I don't know why the whole thing. Um, let me find it so I can read it out of the book. Ah, there it is. So it is winter. It, she places her hand on top of Amory's, imagining herself unconcerned. If you must have it now, then I'm afraid. The answer must be no, she said, with flippancy that denied her true feelings. But give me time to consider your offer, Thaumaturge Park, and perhaps the answer might be different the next we speak of it. I just loved it. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. But probably it'll be different. not. <laughs> yeah. I loved it. That I love it. It's perfect. Uh, mine was from. Excuse me. Earlier, uh, mine was from earlier in the chapter. Chapter. Um, she sank into the embrace, too dazed to return it, but willing to accept the comfort. She buried herself in the security of him. Um, I just felt like it kind of matched the song, and it. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's very, um, like, like this is what Winter and Jason's relationship normally is like. Is that she finds so much comfort in him, mm-hmm. and that he will give it completely willingly. 
And that, like, there's just a lot of comfort there. I like it. I like it, too. I agree. So my quote was that scene that I love. (laughs) (laughs) In a strange moment of vulnerability, he craned his head and kissed her on the shoulder, right where the non-existent drop of blood had fallen before. I already talked about it like 37 times, you guys, but so cute. Oh, my God. It's really sweet. (laughs) It is. Yeah. And it's very much a quote that you would pick. Absolutely. You hopeless romantic. I really, I really Our I like it that romantic. way. Yeah. <laughs> we wouldn't have you any other way. Thank you. So let's get to chapter 19. The crew is on Luna. Hello, everybody. I'm Megan. And I'm Samantha. With Literary Luscious. And we want to tell you about our podcast. Join us every other week as we dive into a sci-fi or fantasy novel where we also drink cocktails inspired by the novel. We post YouTube videos of us making the cocktails. And a lot of the times we even have the authors on, including Dennis E. Taylor, Marissa Myers, and even Angela Roquet. So join us because you don't want to miss the podcast that's been described as not taking ourselves too seriously. And with that, we say stay Stay lively with your libations. Kai is meeting his favorite people. Um, (laughs) His most beloved fiance. Gag me. Oh my god. (laughs) Gag now. (laughs) Beloved. You mean be hated. And like even like the way that that Lavana says it, the um always so formal Lavana said in that cloying voice that made his skin crawl. We can't refer to each other in such droll terms forever. Perhaps I shall henceforth call you my beloved and you shall call me uh your sweet. And just like the way that she goes, you do this and then you call me this. Like no, don't <laughs> Don't do that. Predator. She's a predator. She oh, is. So manipulative. Like, it's such a it's such a skeezy manipulative thing. So, like, we called that from the beginning. Before even right. reading Ferris, we were like, she's a predator. Yeah, she is. She's nothing cool. if not consistent, at least. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she's like 30, isn't she? 33. Yeah. And what, 17? Oh my god, you're totally right. I've never thought of that. I don't think I ever internalized that. That's... ew. Think of... Oh my god, think about if if the roles were reversed. How absolutely disgusted people would be. People should be disgusted about this anyway, but... We've talked before about that, how Mm -hmm. men sometimes, their complaints get disregarded because Mm -hmm. of that. Yeah. So, she's straight predator. She's straight... Icky. Yeah. Very Straight icky. to jail with Lavana. <laughs> to jail. <laughs> Burn it down. Agreed. I also like that as soon as after um, Lavana's like, call me your sweet, Kai immediately goes, anyway, your majesty. <laughs> it's weird to me that she says my sweet because Everett used to call her sweetheart and I feel like it's just too close. You know, that's a really good point. (laughs) Like, she felt like Everett called her sweetheart to avoid calling her solstice. So it wasn't necessarily a term of endearment, but it was the only term of endearment he gave her. And you would think even just the word sweet would remind him uh, or would remind her of Everett. So anything even close, you would think she wouldn't want that. I wouldn't. Yeah. Yeah. There's I mean, a whole bunch of different pet names to pick from, Lavana. Like, you really want to settle on your sweet? 
And I feel like I feel like real pet names are kind of different. Like my husband calls me Sweetums, and I don't know why. I don't remember where it came from, but he's always called me that. So like if anyone, if we broke up for whatever reason, and anyone tried to call me sweet or sweetheart or sweetness, I'd be like, you, no, I can't. Yeah, and like I think that the pet names are such like a personal like kind of thing that you figure out like on your own. Mm-hmm. Um, like I call Josh like Hun and like just like stuff like that, but like I do that because like that's what my mom calls my dad is like hun oh um, yeah and that's then cute. i realize that my sister and her partner do the same thing that like my sister calls her partner hun and i'm like oh my god we totally got that from mom and dad um so it's just kind of like it's it's a more personal kind of like figuring out pet names yeah because it's just something that happens one day okay yeah all right you get Bethany, you're a hopeless romantic. You're going to love this story. You know I haven't that. told you it yet. <laughs> so, uh, Brandon and I, I was, I was in the desert, and me and him had been talking a lot more because um, he has a weird schedule. And, you know, I was in the middle of, I, I was, I was across an entire ass ocean. All right. Right. So, pretty far. He broke his CPAP machine and. So he wasn't able to sleep as well. So he got really, really drunk one night and was just trying to stay up as long. Well, he, during that, he had said, babe, to me. And I was like, wait a second. Do you mean that? And he was like, yes. And so that's kind of where our pet name came because we call each other babe all the time. But when I went to go visit him for my birthday, one of the gifts that he gave me was a water bottle that says dot, dot, dot. And then I called you, babe. Oh my Aww. God. Right. <laughs> Bethany, don't cry on me. All right. I need you here to be strong. <laughs> I thought you would love it. Yeah. That I, is I the wish... sweetest thing ever. Oh my God. I love it. So I, I agree that, Pet name is pretty. If I ever write a romantic comedy, I will include that just for yes. you. Yes, but <laughs> it's, it's so so personal to who you are because I, I agree with you too, Shannon. Like your parents, like my mom calls her boyfriend babes. That. Uh, I mean, I call I call Brandon Babe, and he calls me it, and we've seen it with our parents and stuff. So it was, you guys hit it spot on, both of you. I love it. <laughs> sometimes love uh, it. through sometimes through text. One night, uh, Josh was like, <laughs> like good night, my love, but uh, he mistyped it, and he <laughs> he didn't um, like press the N key long enough for like the exclamation point. So it said good night, my lovin. And then Aww. it made me giggle so much that now, like, through text, he calls me lovin'. <laughs> Aww. Texting is, like, such a big thing in relationships that I think people don't give credit to. Like, Quinton and I got, we broke up for a while when he first went into the military. Um, and we got back together through text message. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, like it's, like, such a big foundation, like, especially nowadays. Like, Facebook Messenger was, like, the only way that Josh and I talked for, like, the first, like, three months of our relationship. Mm-hmm. That's the only way Brandon and I can talk when we're both in our work centers because we're not allowed to have our phones on us and Facebook works anywhere. I think also, like, for me, Quentin 
gets deployed. Like he leaves for weeks at a time or months at a time or something. So something I do, my patheticness is going to show like, I'll miss him. And so I'll look at old text messages of like, look, he loves Aww. me, you know? Yeah, I do that too. I, I take screenshots. <laughs> exactly. And I'm like, we talked about earlier, I'm words of affirmation. So often he'll just send me like random, like reasons why I love Bethany. It'll just be like a little list of Aww. silly stuff. But like, I like to look at that stuff when he's gone yeah. and I miss him. Yeah, I so, again, like I said, we both have crazy schedules and my schedule is going to be way crazier in, in the new year. And so in the middle of the night, I've got insomnia and I'm already awake and thinking about something. So I'll just text him what's on my mind. And that makes me help. It helps me go back to sleep, but it also gets like things off my chest like, hey, I love you. You're amazing. I don't think I told you that enough today. Oh, I send you stuff like that. Ashley, I send you stuff like that all the time. Bethany, we send each other stuff like that all the time. We're like, I love you. I miss you. I miss you too. What did I send you the other day? Quentin was like, that's a little romantic for a friendship. And I was like, nobody asked you. I sent you you something the other day that was like, just to tell you to have a good day. And I forget what it was, but it was like over the top, I guess. how you know it's a good friendship right it was just like we were being nice to each other you know my my Mm. friend Allie and I do that all the time like she calls me princess and Josh is like like do you want to tell me something like like, what's going on and I'm like no it's just that's how friends talk I mean it just depends on the friendship I guess but like Ashley and I've been close since we met (laughs) oh my god yeah we jumped into into this like I don't Day know. one and your best friends. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of yeah, kind it's of, like that with me and Allie. Which well, I love I though, because quinted. that never happens as a as an adult. That's like so rare that that would happen. Yeah. No, it was it was a hundred percent Quentin, and I blame it all on him. Oh yeah, because <laughs> he was like, <laughs> "Hey, you and you like each other," and then he walked away, and that's it, and that's what happened. <laughs> I love it. It's like um, it's like Quentin set us up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Quentin's a matchmaker. (laughs) Oh my gosh, for friendships. Yeah, it's adorable. I love it. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yes. Okay. Sorry, I'm going through because. Yeah, here it is. It was September 23rd. You said good morning. I just want to tell you you're amazing and have an amazing day. Oh, wonderful. And have an amazing day. And then (laughs) I sent you later on that day because I was going through all my boxes of stuff. And I sent you the a picture of the blanket you made me. Yes, you found the blanket. Yep. Yeah, I'm such a dork. I was like, I miss Ashley. (laughs) I just yeah, it's fine. You can always do that. And I do it to you. I think it's nice to have friendships like that. um, Yeah, where you where you um, can sort of share because I think it's expected in relationships, like with your partner, but friendships are just as important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, my friend Laura that you met, me and her do that all the time. We actually send each other probably about 60 reels on Instagram back and forth to each other. <laughs> I'm Every always week. sending oh. you Twilight reels. <laughs> you are, and they let, make me laugh. And anytime I see it myself, I try to send them to you as well. Oh, that's so funny. The the TikToks that Ali and I send to each other are just off the rails. I'm pretty sure people might think that like we we need to go to like an asylum or something we're insane (laughs) well I'm obsessed with this one what's her name I'm obsessed with this one um Instagram TikToker that does videos of Twilight because it's like her (laughs) acting them out but like in a in a 
Mockingwayne. It's so funny. Um, oh my god! Okay, yes. it's Yasmin underscore Sahid. So Y A S M I N E underscore S A H I D, and they are just hysterical. That one where the one where Jasper is like in a five year old's cowboy hat with like a blue star on it just <laughs> killed me. I just I could not stop laughing. Oh my god! Well, okay, I saw the one from the SNL skit from way back when and i forgot that it had taylor swift in it and i i saw it come up on my reels and i was like oh my god bethany and yes. I, I like i watched the first five seconds of it and i immediately sent it to you and then i realized like you you acted so surprised about it i was like wait you've never seen this before oh i my saw god, this her is snl best. monologue everybody saw la 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 Ha ha ha! Which I love that she, she wrote like, that hey, herself. Joe, I'm doing real well, and then like ten years later, Mr. Perfectly Fine comes out, and she's oh like, "Oh my god, she was yes, not, in fact, doing real well." <laughs> I love it because she wrote that monologue herself, which I think is hilarious. <laughs> um, but yeah, I was like, I don't. How did I see that? But I didn't see the other half of the episode. Like that doesn't okay. make sense. You guys have to go watch it. It's it's Taylor Swift, and who else? It, the guy who plays Jacob is also in it. Taylor Lautner. Taylor Lautner. Yeah, that's who it is. Taylor Lautner. And I know what you are. Say it out loud. Frankenstein. <laughs> <laughs> you guys have to go watch it. That's all you have to type in. You'll be able to find it. I swear. It's so good. Um, 10 out of 10. It makes me giggle every single time. There are not many videos out there that every single time I watch it, I laugh. That one does it to me every single time. Yeah, when I watch that video of her with the cowboy hat and her eyes, like, back in her head, like, I, every time I see it, I just burst. Oh, yeah. It's great. What do we do on this podcast? Oh, I think we I think we read a book or something and not just hang out. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's, it's Taylor Swift, right? <laughs> I um That's what I signed up for. I don't know about you guys. <laughs> I would definitely do a Taylor Swift podcast. Uh there is one called 13th podcast that I adore. I'm like obsessed with listening to them. They go song by song and they just like <sighs> gush about Taylor and her writing and I'm like, yeah. So it's the Prince Kai fan pod, but Taylor Swift. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Which is why I love it so much. If they if they would only have me as a guest. <laughs> Right. Send them this podcast and be like, hey, you got your next guest ready to go right here whenever you're ready. <laughs> okay, so Kai and the others are right on Luna. Um, the Predator's predatoring. She is. Torin has the best poker face because he's Torin. So yeah, of course he's got a poker face and Kai's like sweating and like trying not to glance <laughs> at where they're hiding and he's like, oh my sweet. I mean, hello, nice to see you. <laughs> <laughs> Love it so much. Yes, and he's just, oh god. So, Lavano welcomes them and uh, the crew unloads the ship and Kai is like, okay, they need to hurry up and get out of there because Cinder needs to get out of there. And Lavana is like, okay, bye, Earthen Ambassadors. Let me introduce you to my stepdaughter. And Kai is like, hello, nice to be. You're so pretty. Right? <laughs> it reminds me of when Scarlet first met her, and Scarlet was like blushing. 
Yes. Like, every single character who's ever met Witcher has had the exact same reaction, which is, like, stunned silence. God, I it's can't wait like, for oh Thorne to meet her, because Thorne is probably going to be like, oh my god, she's prettier than me? What? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> no, this this is an injustice from the gods. <laughs> <laughs> Something isn't right have here. <laughs> you, have you ever met someone in real life like that? Have you ever met someone in real life who's so pretty that you're just like, oh my god, this person is beyond gorgeous. How do I even make words come out of my mouth? Um, yeah, I was... <sighs> Bethy, oh my god, that was awful. I'm really sorry. <laughs> Bethany, oh my, my god, I calls me that. It's fine. <laughs> uh, yeah, you need to go look at a mirror. Oh my god, you are so cute. <laughs> people, are, people are gonna be like, do Bethany and Ashley have like a thing? We do. It's called friendship, <laughs> and it's fine. Yeah, um, it's beautiful. <laughs> what's funny about that is Quentin and I often get, um, I don't know, strangeness when we meet people. Uh, because he'll talk about me at work, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. But then I'll meet people at work who he's talked about and they're always like surprised by what I look like. Like there's always a moment of like, oh, hi. Like, for some, like they're like, they're shocked that I look the way that I do. And I know, I don't know if it's because Quentin like describes me badly. <laughs> no. You need to ask him what's the picture that he uses whenever anyone like asks to, right, to like, like, see what you look what like. What is your description of me, sir? <laughs> you send him a picture and I need to see it. <laughs> it's because you're so kind and you just elude that kindness. That's what it is. Thank you. You're welcome. I think also Quentin, I'm like very polite um and respectful and Quentin is like very crass. He can be, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so maybe people are just like, wait, how do those two even have a conversation? <laughs> Sometimes, yes, it, it does pop <laughs> up in my head. <laughs> so after Kai, like, catches his breath and remembers how to use words. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> he says that he's, like, pleasure to meet you and stuff. And she says, you're practically my father. Oh my god. She sure shuts that down. Right? Super quickly. She's like, oh, he thinks I'm pretty. Let me stop this. Dad. <laughs> She's like, I know what to do. Hey, Dad. Oh, yep. It's gone now. I mean, honestly, it worked. <laughs> like, it, what else right. is she supposed to do? Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. It oh would be god. nice. It kind of would have been cute, though, if if we had this from Winter's perspective and she was just like, oh my god, the Emperor is so pretty, then I'd be like, see, it happens with the other side, you know? <laughs> yeah, oh my god, it was, that, that was like my quote, because. <laughs> I just like, love it. Oh god, Winter, slay. <laughs> queen. Mm, yeah, that's, that's my lunar queen. That is our, oh, I love it. So, Winter kisses his cheek. There, It's all awkward. And then Kai is like, ugh, Jason is here. Jason betrayed my girlfriend. Because, oh, right, I have a girlfriend. Forget about Winter. I oh hate God, right. Jason now. I love that, like, he remembers Jason and he immediately is like, that guy messed with my girl. Yep. I love it. It's hands on sight. I love <laughs> <laughs> On sight. Kaya's like, all right, I guess we're fighting. Let's go. <laughs> Kaya's like, I challenge you to a duel, Sarah. A duel. 
takes off his glove, smacks him in the face. Um, how do they do the duel? Don't they, like, slap them in the face with a glove? Is that right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's perfect. I love it. I would love if Kai walked up to him, slapped him in the face with a glove, and was like, I challenge you, sir. That would make me so incredibly happy. I can't. <laughs> Uh, so anyways Kai in Kai in his head challenges Jason to a duel but Outline is like sup and (laughs) Lavana snaps her fingers and is like welcome to Luna's search their ship right dun 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 duh wait ma'am duh Kai what did you think was gonna happen did you really think you could just walk on Luna and she would be like yeah what's up hey it reminds me of Snape being like, turn out your pockets, and Harry's like, no, I'm hiding stuff in my pockets. <laughs> Just a bit of parchment. <laughs> um, so Kai is like, no, they, uh, the, the people were with those other people that just left, I swear. And Lavana's like, uh-huh, I don't believe you. I don't believe you at all. Yep. Um... So we end the chapter on a lovely note. I love when we end chapters with like a mic drop. Makes me so happy. Oh, and it's always Lavada too. That I does know. You know what? Up. Do you have your book, Ash? I do. Can you read that last line? You have a better like wicked yes. queen voice than I do. <laughs> <laughs> the queen's voice hardened. For your sake, Emperor Kaito. I hope that's true. Because if you come here to betray me, I'm afraid this will be a remarkably unpleasant visit. Mic drop! Yes. Attention builds. Right? Oh, Lovana. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so let's talk about your song choice for this one. Um, For mine, it was um, All the Good Girls Go to Hell by Billie Eilish. Love it. Uh, with the line, look at you needing me, you know I'm not your friend, your cover-up is caving in, man is such a fool, why are we saving him? Um, and I just, I really like Lavana's vibe, I feel like it's very Lavana on brand for Lavana. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like that line is just kind of like, you need me, and your cover-up is, is caving in, here we go. Like, I, I can see right through you, kind of kind of thing. I agree. Can I also just say that I love Billie Eilish, and I have been dying to find a chapter for Happier Than Ever. (laughs) Like, I heard that song, and I was like, okay, keep it in the back of my head, because there's got to be a chapter somewhere where I can use this song. Oh, I'm sure there is. There just has to be. So I picked Runaway by Love and Theft, um, because it's about, like, running away and I feel like that's what Kai wants to do in this situation but also that's what everybody wants to do (laughs) like Jason does not want to be there Winter does not want to be there Lavana is annoyed with all the people that are there Kai and Torin are like please don't find Kai's girlfriend and then our friends are like hiding also wanting to run away so I just when I was reading it I was like I feel like I need a getaway type of song and I'm pretty sure I've used getaway car already so I remember reading this chapter like when winter first came out and I was like oh no like the like you you get that feeling in your chest where you're like just so nervous for like what is about to happen and you're like oh no it's it's building here we go man some action is about to take place 
I love it when you can feel that tension while you're reading of like, oh, turn the page. And then you have to like stop your eyes from like skipping down the page. <laughs> I do have uh, a few people who've told me they read the podcast or they, they read chapters along with the podcast. So they probably awesome. got to the end of this and they were like, oh, but, but do uh, I one wait? More, do yeah, I wait like, two one weeks? One more chapter, one like, more chapter. <laughs> I think it's amazing that they can do that because there's no way in hell I would do that. <laughs> I would get to chapters like this and immediately have to keep reading. Yeah. Yeah. I already started doing that just now. I was like, wait, what's the next, what's the next chapter? Cause I listened to this a while ago, a long while ago. And so I was reading it and I was like, Oh my God, I remember this part. And it actually reading these two chapters and like getting like my brain all into it again. I was like, I think I need to go get, find out what happened to my audiobook and read and listen to it again when i was um was like preparing for the podcast i was reading the chapters and i'm like all right cool like got got the chapters done and then i'm like well i'll keep going and then i kept reading and like i read like five more chapters and then i started to like doodle like the chapters after it and i'm like oh no wait a second what happened to the original plot of what i was doing right now like i don't know what's going on yeah, I had to stop myself yesterday from reading any further. But just now I was I I totally ADHD moment and I was looking at the the next at chapter 20 and I was like, "Oh, that's right." Chapter now, 20 did you is a good ever one. finish Winter? I Because I lost my audiobook, remember? And I need to go find out what happened to it. Right, because you haven't finished Winter. You got, like, I what, halfway it. through it? Yeah. And so, yeah, I need to find my audiobook, what happened to it. You because should it was check part the, of... the DOD thingy, because it oh, might be I on should. there. Yeah. It's a popular book. Well, and I have a 30-minute commute to work every day. So Ooh, there you go. Yeah. Well, just so you know, Quentin is almost done with Winter, so... Ugh. You I gotta get on it. Finish Quentin before... has it. <laughs> gotta finish before him, right? Right? Yeah, I do. <laughs> so funny. But yeah, I was looking at it and I was like, ah. In the audiobook, so good. It is, I agree. The audiobooks are perfection. Which reminds me, listeners, Rebecca Solaire will be doing an episode with me in this- for Christmas this year and Hanukkah and new year's and every holiday i can think of i will be posting a bonus episode with rebecca solaire where i I got to uh interview her so yay yay which is really cool yeah i love when i reach out to people in their game because sometimes i reach out to other podcasters and they never answer me yeah or i reach out to authors that never answer me but I love when people do, especially like I've had Marissa on, like who do, you know? I Which feel is like that's wild, the epi- honestly. <laughs> I, I feel like I mean she recorded an intro just for my podcast. So I feel like I that's that's the top, you know. I remember Ashley when we used to record, we made jokes of like, yeah, when Marissa comes on, because we just right? assumed it would never happen. And then it happened, and I was so happy for you. Like, that was I was so like awesome. crying. I, I remember I went to the garage because Quentin was working out with um that G guy. Gothier. Yes. And I went to the garage when I got the email and I was still in my pajamas and I was like, oh my God, 
And I looked at Quentin and I was like, okay, I need your reaction to be at this level. Because typically Quentin will be like, oh, good for you. I'm really excited. And I was too excited for him to just be like, hey, that's cool, babe. Like I needed the jumping up and down, the screaming, the hell yeah, this just happened. And I remember that was like the second time I had met Gauthier. So he was probably like, what the? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, When there was like one point where I guess at one of the drawings that I had done of a scene later in winter, um, ended up on like at like a print of it ended up with Marissa Meyer and I was like oh okay and then she posted it and I'm like oh and it happened when I was at work like I had gotten like this like huge influx of notifications on Instagram I'm like what the heck is this and I check and it's like Marissa Meyer mentioned you and I'm like she what I'm sorry (laughs) what I I ran down to Josh's office and I'm like look what just happened There was one episode, and I can't for the life of me remember which episode it was, but there was one episode of The Happy Writer where Marissa called me her friend and I, like, died inside. (laughs) Like, she was talking to the guest on the podcast and um, her guest had said something about, like, like, having to juggle everything. And she was like, my friend Bethany does, like, a podcast and a job, and she's going to grad school, and I don't know how she does it. And I'm like, oh, my God, that's me. I'm a friend. Oh, my God. Meyer called me a friend. (laughs) I love it. I felt very special. Okay, so So let's, since we can't keep on track, um, (laughs) let's talk about our quotes. Okay. Give me a sec, because i got to find my quote again. (laughs) You know, my life is a mess. I actually, so... I didn't realize I had all four of the books, the Cinder, uh, Scarlet, Cress, and Winter. Ooh. And I'm downloading them. <laughs> yes. That a girl. So my quote comes from chapter 19, or from chapter 19. Oh my goodness, my brain. It's page 164. And do, 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 do. It's... I liked it. It made me giggle when I read it. That's why I picked it. With our introductions complete, I feel it's safe for us to drop any future formalities. After all, with your upcoming nuptials, you're practically my father. (laughs) So good. I loved it. And he just was like, Awkward. Ah! <laughs> like, I picture, and it, I, I was reading it, and I just start laughing about it. And Brandon's like, "Are you okay?" <laughs> he reads. To, he's an avid reader as well, but he's mm-hmm. like, "Okay, what's up?" And so I, I had to explain like the whole series to him, and it was like thirty minutes. And I, like, I was thirty minutes that I was sitting there explaining to him what was happening in all of the books, and. He just sat there and listened to me about it. And I, I did finish this chapter for a while. I love it. Talked about it. Whenever I talk <laughs> about uh, the, like the Lunar Chronicles with any of my friends and I feel like I need to like, like save like the whole entire plot. So like, I'm like, Oh, there was this one part in Lunar Chronicles. Well, hang on. Let me back up a bit. We open, a, <laughs> we open in a marketplace. <laughs> yep. Cinder, our main character is trying to take <laughs> off her foot. It's a long story. <laughs> One of my, my poor favorite. friends are just like okay. <laughs> One of my favorite things about the Patreon is that I feel like we get to, um, we get to, like, geek out about that stuff together. Yeah, yeah. Like I feel very validated when I see like 
like a Lunar Chronicles meme or something, and I see yes. it on like the Patreon group <laughs> chat, and I'm like, yes, they get it. I can't, I can't send this to my like normal friends. I had someone message me at one point, and they were like, the like, if anybody wants to is on the fence about joining Patreon, tell them about Discord. And I was <laughs> like, yeah. She's like, I I have to be a part of the Discord. Like, no matter what, that's. I can't leave because of that Discord. Like, all the other stuff is great, but, like, that Discord is my life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Discord's fun. Um, I don't get to get into it very often. Because, <sighs> unfortunately, Discord in my phone, like, to box. And when I'm on Discord... <laughs> like, to box. They do. They don't. The way Ashley describes well. struggles in her life, I love it. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, you know, I have the weirdest things that I say. But, like... When I'm on Discord, I'm normally talking to Brandon or my D&D group, so I don't get to, like, dive into the Prince Kai fan pod very often. It makes me really sad because I want to, and it's just, oh my god, my life. (laughs) So. I mean, I think, like, one of my favorite things about the podcast is meeting so many people and making friends, because... I never would have known prior to the podcast that, like, internet friends could be so impactful. Oh, my God, right? Like, I remember when we first – I remember when we first got permission to share Shannon's artwork and we, like, spazzed because right. it was, like, a it was like a fangirl moment. I was like, she said we could share this. And you were like, she did? Oh, my God. I yeah. was like, you have free reign to literally anything. <laughs> <laughs> That is so I was funny. like, I'm pretty sure that I draw for your, like, this podcast already. That's fine. That's That makes me very happy. <laughs> it's great. Uh, so, my quote was, Invade Luna, start a rebellion, end a war. Again, yeah. I just think that would be, like, really cool in a bookmark or something. Like, that would yeah. be really fun. Absolutely. I could see the scrawling type now. (laughs) (laughs) For sure. Shannon, Uh, you want to share your quote with us? For sure. Uh, Mine was from Levana towards the end. Uh, My dear beloved, you didn't think I would blindly trust your word after you've shown such sympathy to my enemies, do you? Woo! She just Mm. came out of the gate. Yeah, mm-hmm. she Just was like, like, I ain't stupid. Yeah, and, like, the way that she starts it with my dear beloved, which is the whole, like, weird power thing that we were talking about before. Mm-hmm. Um, like, that she starts it with that, and, like, you didn't think I would blindly trust you, and just, like, ooh, she she knew what she was doing. Oh, yeah, absolutely. This woman <laughs> she is... Got... She's a strategist, honestly. Yeah, like, she got the word that, uh, what, like, the ship had stopped and, like, interacted with... an. <laughs> With um a different ship, mm-hmm. and she's like, "No, I know what they're doing. Get out of here. You think you could you could pull one over on me? <laughs> this behavior real sus. <laughs> I mean, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that is uh the end of chapter nineteen, and that is also the end of this episode. Woo-hoo. We did well. it. <laughs> Please remember that Prince Kai Fan Pod is a free podcast and always will be. If you'd like to show your support for the show, head over to patreon.com slash princekaifanpod. Patreon allows you to get extra perks and behind-the-scenes bonuses for only $1 a month. 
If you can't join Patreon but would still like to show your support because you just love the show so much, head over to coffee.com slash princekaipampod. That's K-O hyphen F-I dot com slash princekaipampod and leave a one-time only tip. Your support will help me bring you more TLC and Marissa Meyer content that you know and love. Now, let's get back to the episode. What about your egg hunts? There were, I think, four. But I will say, the egg, I had someone email me about it, that there, we haven't been getting as many eggs. No, we haven't. We're in the last book. <laughs> yeah. It's more that now we're starting to get all of those um, conclusions. Uh, uh-huh. We're in the last book, so no, there won't be nearly as many. And then we had two hares. Yes. And two captains, and one illusion, and five mm-hmm. scars. It was a pretty winter-heavy chapter. I think Very winter-heavy. scars make sense. Yeah. Yeah. So next time, we're going to cover chapter 20. And remember, it will be in two weeks because I finally took a break, um, which I have had a lot of emails about. So I will say thank you for the positive ones and for the negative ones. I'm sorry, and I'm doing my best. <laughs> Um, Girl, you need to you need to get this degree. I'm so close to being done. You guys have no idea. I'm like, ugh. And and I don't think re- people realize like the thesis is like sixty five thousand words. Okay, it's like the size of Cinder, yeah. only academic yeah, like, writing. <laughs> she's educated. She's getting a degree. Cut a little bit of slack, I think. Most of the emails were really positive, but I did lose like six Patreon members. I was about to be like, um, like send me their emails. The, the, the <laughs> mean ones. I'll beat them up for you. Shannon's like, do you have receipts? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm like, no. You do not talk to Bethany like that. Right? I'm, I'm like also super sensitive. So, which I think Ashley learned a lot of us doing the podcast together. Like anything yep. even remotely negative, I was like, Ashley, they don't like me. <laughs> I'm like. Bethany, they like you. It's fine. (laughs) Calm down. They want you to be better. (laughs) (laughs) So in the meantime, um, ladies, where can people find you on social media if they would like to do so? Um, I am Shan Lightyear everywhere. Um, So I'm on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, all the the fun stuff. Um, You can find me at Shan Lightyear. Yeah, and you can find me on Instagram. Um, it should be ashmash93. I haven't really been posting a lot because I haven't had a lot of projects to do because I didn't have my sewing machine for like two months. It's awful. I finally do have my sewing machine set up. I just haven't done anything with it yet. Yay, back to sewing. Yeah, I have um, three things already stacked up next to my sewing machine that I have to do. So... <laughs> It's about to be fun. I know I have like a like a long list of things that I need to crochet mm-hmm. when I get done with school and I have the time to do something like that. Oh, it's going to feel so good when you're done. I know. I'm really excited. I'm like very impatient, but very excited because yeah. it has been a long time coming. So, mm-hmm. And you did this real quick. So, yeah, I did. Um. The bachelor's degree, the certification program, and the grads graduate degree in uh, three years. So. Yeah, like you kicked ass, girl, and you're Thank kicking you. ass. And soon it'll be all done, and then you're not going to know what to do with yourself because you're going to have all this free time. Definitely going to be 
reading and packing and trying to find a new job because yeah I will be ready to have a new job I'll be going you'll be all qualified which is very exciting too I'm like super excited to get to use my degree and have a job and stuff right oh my goodness I'm so happy for you thank you I am too when I when I move out there we'll have to have a girls day and celebrate absolutely Either you come up here or come up, come down there. Whichever. If you come yeah. down, I'll make whatever you, I'll cook for you, whatever you want. You come up here, I'll cook for you, or you can cook for me. You know, it's totally whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that's the end of this episode. Follow on Instagram, rate, review, subscribe, check out Patreon. Um, and thank you for listening and supporting the podcast. And um, until next time, don't get glamored. <sighs> Don't get glamoured. Stay away from the predators. Stay away from all the predators. Carry pepper spray. <laughs> in, in case of Amory or Lavana, carry pepper spray. Right? <laughs> Thanks, guys. Have a good one. Bye. Bye. The passages read for you today are from Winter by Marissa Meyer. This podcast is hosted and produced by Bethany Finger. Today's special guests were Shan Lightyear on Instagram and Ashley Marie. The intro-outro music was composed by Emma Pavo, and the logo art was created by Sunlit Tangles on Instagram. Thank you for listening. When we got Verizon 5G home internet, it sounded like it could handle all our needs. But one thing it couldn't handle was our frustration. And hey, we deserve reliable internet. It's time for better internet. Fast, reliable internet. Switch to Xfinity. Learn more at Xfinity.com slash Verizon 5G facts.